Welcome to the I Don't Active Health Show with your host, Khalil Smith. And I have a guest, Sadiq the Truth Sanford. Uh, he's a personal trainer. He does a lot of things. Uh, he's been in the game for 15 years, uh, rocking it, helping people change their, uh, their health journey, helping them improve in every aspect, uh, helping them with the injury prevention, um, gaining muscle, losing weight, diet, nutrition. So we're going to get into the story and more into it so y'all can get these gems right after this um, introduction. So hold on for a second. Thank you for um, checking in with the show. back to the show hey how you doing Sadiq? hey how you doing cuz i'm straight i'm straight fam so i want to i want to know how it started like why you became a personal trainer um yes like what propelled you to do that and now wanting to help people well i say my my journey started um you know as as a child growing up um especially being around my grandparents and you know it all started from you know hearing them you know, complaining or just seeing the health issues that they're that they've been through, that they were going through, you know, high blood pressure, diabetes, and all kind of things. Just seeing that, but not really understanding as a child, you know, complaining about those health issues, but not really knowing that the food that they were continuing to eat and the lifestyle was contributing to it. You know, so for me, that kind of as I got older, and I started to realize that and learn, like, you know, they're kind of self-destructing themselves you know and it came to a point you know i started to understand you know at some point you know even for myself um you had you have to take accountability for those things once you understand those ailments so for me that kind of propelled me just seeing them suffering just like you know you can make a difference or a change you know i always say there are things you can control and you can't control those things you can control is what you put in your mind, what you put in your mouth, and what you do with your time. You know, all the other things are the unknowns. Those are the things you can't control, but you it, it behooves you to do your part. So for me, that kind of started my journey and just, you know, not wanting to age and be unable to be able-bodied, you know, later on. Let me on interrupt age. you. What age were you when you noticed that, that you needed to make that change because of your family? What age? Oh, my Oh my, oh my goodness. So, um, so for me, I would say it was, it, it caught on in maybe my, my twenties, like mid kind of twenties, you know, it kind of, I kind of, I always kind of been into exercise, you know, since I was in my teens, but I, I didn't start getting serious about it, really understanding it. Um, that missing link to everything is always the nutrition, um, to maybe I got into maybe my mid twenties. Um, I would, like I said, I would always be kind of active, but I ate garbage and I would notice that I would still get sick. Um, I would still get a lot of injuries and I didn't learn later on that nutrition is that missing link that helps keep you basically, uh, in shape and keep going. So for me, I would say I didn't really get serious, serious about it until 
my um probably my mid twenties. And when did you become a personal so, trainer? Anybody out there listening? Good, good. All right. So personal training for me, I would say sitting. I was. It it, it probably happened around that time. Um, the last the thing that kind of pushed me where I say we always we always have a point where you 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 get sick and tired of being sick and tired and for you and that basically i found the motivation for myself to change and each one of us has to find that even when i tell clients you know when they come see me like what is your reason why are you here because if you're not here for something that is inside of you then anything else that is driving you here spouse doctor whatever it's not sustainable you know it's, it's just a temporary emotion that you're riding on and it's not sustainable so for me, um, I was, you know, last injury I had was basically tearing up my, broke my foot playing football. I couldn't understand. I was like, man, I work out, I do this. I went into a depression. I ate, I got about 230 pounds. And I just sat here and I said, what am I not understanding? What am I not understanding? And, you know, to start studying a lot and start looking. And I saw, you know, and I said, and I started understanding missing link was basically how you eat. It was, it's how you eat. What you put in basically is, is how your body's going to mold itself on the outside. The exercise just gives you, it's like putting a cherry on top of some type of dessert. It just gives you something that the food designs the body off of. So for that, I would say around 25, 26, that's when I said, you know, I want to get into personal training when I understood it for myself that the nutrition and how you eat, how you go about is basically that big change. Ever since then, I, I, I wanted to get in personal training and I actually, I just got into it. Yeah. I took that leap of faith and said, this is what I want to do. Yeah. Like that, that's incredible. Like you saw what you were missing and then you noticed what you needed to do. And then you realized other people were missing the same thing. So now you're trying to help them along the way. Like I was just watching a Ted talk, for example, um, a guy talked about his friend with 400 pounds. So pretty much. Mm -hmm. He, he was afraid um, he didn't know the route to work out. He would go on. So eventually he, he talked to a motivational speaker. He got motivated. Mm -hmm. and then he realized his goal. He wanted to lose weight. So eventually, mm -hmm. once he got into that mindset, he went to a store, bought a, a suit that wasn't his size. The clerk laughed mm -hmm. at him because he saw that he was 400 pounds. He knew he couldn't fix um, wear it at all. But in his mind, he was trying to prepare for the body mm -hmm. that he wanted. So he had his uh, identity that he wanted yeah. to become in the future. So he started preparing. So instead of looking at his past, mm -hmm. what mm -hmm. he did and messed up at, he started looking to what he mm -hmm. wanted to become. So I, I think that's important. Like when you talk to clients too, in that way, like I talk to people, um, what would their ideal self do in five years? That person they want to become. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I exactly. think that's important. And exactly. And just to piggyback on that, I always say, um, if you're if you're trying to gauge yourself at some point in the past or what you used to be, meaning that, you know, a lot of clients come to me, you know, at some point, they're like, hey, I was this way five years ago or 10 years ago. I was in the best shape of my life. And I say, stop right there. That doesn't exist anymore. And you can't measure yourself going forward by something you did in the past. That's not how that's not how it works. And if you keep living in the past and, and measure yourself on that, you're going to always feel like a failure going forward. You know what I mean? So I say life, life is about, hey, I walk forward, I fall down. It's fine as long as you get up and keep moving forward. 
So I say, don't look at what you used to be because things around you have changed and that's what the body does. It evolves and it changes. And you mentally have to evolve with that and learn that this new body I have, I have to learn how do I make this new body that I have work for me? So, so that's a, that's a good point about, like I said, don't, don't go looking in the past about what you used to be. It doesn't exist. Look at what you can be and what you want to be. Like you say, two, three years, five years from now, and just keep it moving. As I say. Yeah. I see that happen a lot, even to myself. Like I'm like, I, I was doing this, lifting this much. I looked like this before. Why am I, why can't I look like that now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And sometimes yeah. thinking like yeah. that will get in your way. It will, it will. It will and I, 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 I tell um and I tell us and I actually had to learn this for myself because a lot of people understand like you know when I got into competing um I first got into competing years ago I I kind of struggled and I got into it for the initially the wrong reasons because people you know like hey you have a good fit you would do well competing on stage and so forth and the peer pressure that pushed me to do it but in my heart I didn't have a passion for it um so i kind of struggled in the beginning like just because i really don't care for the attention you know the spotlight kind of thing i'm more backdoor kind of kind of person just chill back so i kind of struggled with you know you know early in the beginning just being on stage in general just people looking at you and just saying oh hey judge you this judge you that judge you that i'm just you know at the end of the day i'm just like you know this is cool to have you know the muscles are fit whatever you want to have it but at the end of the day it's like it doesn't really have any real value to me you know what i seek for at the end of the day is really a sense of peace and harmony um but but um going forward like, like i said I, ha I had to learn i had to learn to be like hey sometimes what you do in your actions i always say once you step out the domain of your home your time no longer belongs to you and i had to learn that I, I always felt I had to step outside and change the world to fit me. And that's not how it works. So I had to learn to be not selfish with my time. And when I step out that door, hey, you are a motivational piece. You are somebody that that is what you do. You cannot be selfish and not share yourself with others. You know, and that's one thing you have to, that's one thing I had to learn personally. Like you have to share yourself with others. Um, and that's one of the things that kind of, gets me um but pushing me forward to stay in this fitness game I, I love motivating people and especially you know me getting older it's like hey it can happen like like don't don't think that you can't lose weight like but do you want to lose weight that's the difference because if you don't want to i would say don't invest your time into something that you're not willing to go all the way for because you will not find success if you're not willing to go all the way for it i don't care what you do in life you got to go all in and you will find some form of success. But if you don't, don't waste your time. Life is too short. Go do something that you enjoy. Maybe it'll come back around on you, but don't waste your time doing these things and then coming up short because you didn't give your all. Uh, yeah, that's, that's important. Discipline, especially in doing something that you want to do because you, you may start and then it get hard and you don't want to quit. So well, I hear you. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I, I say fitness, it, there is one, th the wonderful thing about fitness is, you know, some people do it just to do it for vanity. I actually do it because I, I actually enjoy it. It is actually an outlet for me. And the fact that I know that there is no ceiling to fitness, like there's no ceiling. So therefore, I like that feeling of knowing like, I can always put in as much as I as much as I want. But guess what? 
I got to come back tomorrow. And if I want to get more, I have to put in more. I would never hit a ceiling because th- th- there is no ceiling to fitness. Th- there isn't. There isn't. And it doesn't get easier as, as you learn more and, and get stronger. It actually gets harder. And I enjoy the challenge of that, you know, the challenge of learn different nutrition, uh, different exercises, different rest and recovery methods. And I'm a big fan of uh, uh, recovery and therapy. Oh, I'm a big fan of it because if you, if you don't, if you don't get into therapy and all that kind of good stuff, there's no way you can repeat this pattern. You're, you're going to break down before you accomplish anything. So uh, therapy is very important when it comes to this lifestyle. Um, so I want to, I want to set out some tips for the audience. So let's say I got somebody who's 220, um, 510. Like he, he he goes to the gym normally. He doesn't eat right, mm-hmm. but he want he wants mm-hmm. to um, lose weight, get in shape. But he's struggling. He's he mm-hmm. he does cardio, but the cardio mm-hmm. he does is just walking on the treadmill at a steady pace for maybe mm-hmm. twenty minutes. But he can't seem to mm-hmm. lose weight. What 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 three right. tips do you give this now, guy? Now 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 here's here's the three tips I tell. But if if he's been doing that for Let's say it takes about mm, three, it takes about maybe four to six weeks for your body to kind of like, for the average person, the more fit you are, it kind of hits faster. But for the average person, we'll go with that four to six weeks for your body to be like, hey, what are you doing? We have to change. Now, if they're doing something consistently, and I would say you got seven days out the week, let's say they're putting in four days of it. Four, four days, five days of it. That's a decent amount of time. If nothing is changing, um, if nothing is changing in that fat percentage and so forth, the first conversation I'm going to have with them is, it's your nutrition. It's absolutely no nutrition. Because just because just because you become active doesn't mean you can continue the behavior and say, oh, I can get away with doing this now. Exercise does not fix the discipline. The di- you know, it, it doesn't fix the, 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 the discipline that you have in nutrition. I say it's two things. You either you either lack you either lack the um you either lack the education or you lack the discipline. It's one of those two. Either you say, "Oh, I like the education because I don't know," or I do know, but I lack the discipline to put put set forth. So the first conversation I have with them is definitely your nutrition. It's hands down. It's always the nutrition, and it's something that they're doing that they think that it's not making that much of an impact, and it does. I still have to struggle with this where I think that, okay, I'm good, but I'm trying to cut down to get on stage. I was like, mm, I can have a little of this. No, you cannot, because what you're trying to achieve, it doesn't fit in the equation, and you have to let it go for right now. So the first thing is the nutrition. Um, the second thing I would have a conversation with them is, what what kind of routine are you doing? Anybody that I would say is kind of ob- obese or you know carrying a, a decent amount of body fat, I would say you doing singular movements you should not be doing that. You should be doing more of HIIT training, circuit training. Get it in a group fitness class. You should be doing that type of training because what you need to be doing is doing things that you, that uses multitudes of muscles and body. That's what you need to be doing, not sitting here and taking one move and I'm just going to do a shoulder press or a chest press. No, that's not where you at. You need to be doing more circuit training for right now because what you're trying to do is get your whole body active. See, right? Now, the cardio, cardio is very important, 
um, and I would ask them, like I say, where where is your heart rate when you're doing this cardio? So depending on that age, I say generally, try to get your heart rate at least double when you're doing cardio. Eh, you know, without getting too much detail about, you know, your age and so forth. So I say a resting rate is 50, 60. Try to get your heart rate at least up to like 135, 140. And that, and you don't even have to run to do that. It just has to be a brisk walk on the Stairmaster, I mean, on, on the uh, treadmill, you know, at a certain incline or something. So those are the three things that I would say, definitely nutrition. Then I would look at what type of program are you doing, working out and the type of, um, the, where's your heart rate doing this type of cardio? So those are the three three main things that I would have with that type of person. Appreciate that. Appreciate that. So hopefully uh, everybody listening to that, writing it down. Anyways, yeah. I want to also tap into discipline. Like when you said when you go on stage and you have the urge to eat something. Like I read a book that talks about the brain oh, and man. thoughts and oh, about man. how you um your self-talk. <laughs> so let's say you have a thought about eating something. What conversation do you have yeah. with yourself as far as discipline mm-hmm. so you can continue your journey? Because you know your end goal, I, what you want to do. You 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 know you know the, the conversation I have myself when I have that thought. Um, for me, competition, the competition is not about me going against any other man, woman, whatever it may be on stage. That's not the competition in life. Because if you compete against other humans, you will always you will always win and you always fail. For me, that's too much of an emotional roller coaster of happy depression, happy depression. So I, I, I let go of com- comparing myself to anyone a long time ago because it's, it's not sustainable to live that roller coaster of emotions. And emotions are irrational, bro. And once you understand how emotions are irrational, you understand, okay, I'm going to feel this way. But, you know, I know not to stay in this moment for a minute, whether it's happy, whether it's sad. So for me, when I have those moments of like, oh, should I eat this? You know what I tell myself? I say, look, you're competing against yourself. So you can go up there and you can cheat right now and you can go up there and do yourself an injustice. And when you don't win, and I care not whether I win monuments of nothing or trophies, I care about whether I'm competing against myself and I did the best that I could. And if I get on that stage and if I say, let's say I ate this whole pie during my prep when I know that I should have been disciplined or I should have worked out this day, um, I'm gonna sit back and question myself and be like, I know I didn't give my all, you know what I mean? And to feel that feeling of being a failure, not because I didn't win, but the fact that I didn't put everything that I had into it. That's what motivates me to be like, eh, you know what? That can wait. Because what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to compete against myself to build, like I said, stronger mental fortitude. And that's for anybody out there. I tell you, that is what builds the mental fortitude. There is nothing special about me. I tell my clients, they're like, oh, you don't understand your fit. I say, look, there is nothing special about me. The only thing is I found my reason for why I'm doing this initially. And that was because I did not want to be broken up, not movable later on in life. I wanted to be one of those 60, 75 years like, damn, they look good. How did they do that? And I had to understand something. It starts when you start this stuff journey early, you're building your foundation now. So for me, it's just like when they say that thing, I say, no, the only difference between me and you is you haven't found out what motivates you yet. That's it. I'm not greater. You're not greater than me. We are equal. That is the only difference. You haven't found out what motivates you yet. 
and I found out what motivates me and it's just a building block. And it's now it's like, I can't even tell you how long it's been since I've not worked out like five, six days a week, take my two days rest. And I cannot tell you, it's, it's been so long because it's a part of my life. It's a part of my life. So for me, like I said, that, that, that is what motivates me when I make those choices. Because like I said, I have a reason. I want to be one of those, like I said, that, hey, if I be one of them 80 old men in the, the club, I look a granddad. He need to go sit down. Hey, now. <laughs> so be it. So be it. But, but like I said, I want to look good and I want to feel good. All right. Talk to me about, as a nutrition specialist, how do you, um, how do you go about meal plans with your uh, clients if they're right, trying to so lose weight? Let's say that. All right. So, so I, I tell them, um, you know, I'm really nerdy. I say when it comes to like macros and all that kind of stuff. But the average person don't want to hear that shit. I'm, I'm just telling you, you could, you could come off as, hey, you gotta eat. 300 macros and protein, 400, they like this. Can you just tell me what it is? I don't understand that. But for me, I, I enjoy that kind of stuff, like tweaking things when people are not seeing things. Let's find out what you're eating. You're eating too much of this. So I tell people the general principle of losing weight is basically you have to, you have to eat in a deficit. You have to eat in a deficit. So, for example, let's say you eating 2,000 calories a day, and what here, here's what you're putting in, and here's what you're – putting out as far as like you going about your day work chasing squirrels i don't care you're putting in this but what you're putting out that if it's equal you're not going to lose weight you're just not but if what you're doing as far as active during your active moments before you lay down at night and what you're putting in is less then eventually you will lose weight you know what i mean so generally the math is it takes about 3500 calories negative to lose one pound so when people have these unrealistic goals of being like you know especially when they look on the oh my god the internet and all these grams all these people you don't understand what those people are doing and i'm gonna be real with you you don't understand what they're doing and what they're doing behind doors and genetics and what they're putting in their body to look like that it, it's a facade that it takes hard work i'm gonna just let you know it takes hard work to lose body fat that is what you're trying to lose body fat not muscle body fat so if you're trying to lose body fat like that you have to search you have to eat a certain way you have to eat clean pro clean lean protein you have to eat um complex carbs you know what i mean with with high fiber in it and you have to eat um healthy fats healthy threes healthy omega threes healthy omega six healthy omega nines you have to eat those healthy fats because those are the healthy fats that beat the bad fats and then like i said getting your eight eight nine servings of vegetables a day and the other key is water you have to drink a ton of water i cannot emphasize that enough you have to drink at least i say off the rip just generally about a gallon of water a day you have to or you will not lose body fat think of water of like hey it's oil in your car if you don't put oil in your car your engine will start to stall and give you problems so water is the same thing to the human body as it is like you're putting in a car you might have all these wonderful souped up 12 you know gauge engines and stuff but if you're not putting the oil in your car it's going to stall and i mean the oil in your car and water works the same way in the body you have to drink water it keeps things moving keeps things flushing and moving so i always tell you if, if you're not peeing at least once or twice an hour you're not drinking enough water and your body fat it's not going to go anywhere it's not going to go anywhere oh, that's yourself that's yourself i i hear it <laughs> i can hear the emotion in your voice you gotta be i, I 
Gotta get with him. Gotta get on them. Hey, I, I tell I had to my client. I had to tell her. I tell one of my clients the other day. You know, she was just like she. She was like, yo, I. So so I. She, she said, hey, I went out and I kind of drunk and you know she had a drink whatever and I was telling her I said, okay, that's fine. I said, I said, fine. You had a moment. That's fine. Now I always tell my clients, look, you don't have to live this Dalai Lama perfect life. Hey. If you want to have a moment, have a moment. But here's the thing. Don't live in that moment. You know what I mean? Don't live in one. Have it. Be accountable for it. I'm good. I had my moment. Move on. And so she's working out. She's not sweating. I'm, I'm like, look, you're dehydrated. You ain't you're drinking the water. Alcohol dehydrates you. When you drink all that alcohol, it dehydrates you. So if you're going to drink the alcohol, you know, that's your choice. I say, hey, understand the negative impacts the alcohol is going to have on you. You know, they're 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 negative, they're just empty calories, for one thing. Two, it dehydrates you. So, so I told her, I said, look, I said, look, I want you to go, you need to take a day or two, start, start drinking back your water, da 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 So she started drinking that water, boom, put it back on the scale, boom, her body fat started dropping again. And she's like, oh, you were right. I said, hey, I, I told you, you gotta drink your water. I mean, dude, you gotta drink your water, even if you had your little two or three drinks because of some celebration. You have to drink your water. You got to flush that stuff out. You know, that's crazy. I was just about to bring that up. What if they make a mistake and sometimes people get stuck in that mistake and they they like, look, oh, I guess I can't start over, but you can. Look. Just don't live in that moment. Can. Yeah, you have. You absolutely look. Let me tell you. Yeah, let me tell you the wonderful thing about life that I've been living so far and hopefully, you know, God bless, I'm going to live some some more so so i get to that 80 old man in the club sitting there like what is he doing but one thing about life is dude you're, you're not put on this, this this earth to be perfect you're put on this earth to fall on your face and get up and those are called lesson learners and you have a choice you can fall on your face and sit there and boohoo on the world about how nothing is changing and stuff around you dude life ain't meant to be perfect you're meant to fall. When I fall down, I boom. Well, damn, that hurt. Let me get my ass up and let me keep it moving. Trust me, get up and keep it moving. Sometimes, and the principle of keep it moving, sometimes you don't have all the answers. But let me tell you something. When you still, that is called death. When you are still. Still bodies are called death. All right? So you don't have to have all the answers. Just keep it moving. One thing I learned about life, if you keep it moving, the answers will sometimes catch up with you or you will catch up to the answers. You're like, oh, that problem I had five years ago. Now it makes sense. It's called maturity. It's, it's, it's called maturity. When you live through life, you don't have all the answers because maybe the experience ain't there for you to have them. But keep it moving. Just put it on the shelf. So I tell my clients, when you had a moment, oh, last night, I just helped it. I ate a piece of cake. I'm like, oh, okay. No, I just messed up. She's like, no, you didn't mess up. No, you didn't. That's just a lesson learner. But here's the key. What triggered you to do it? That's the thing. If you can figure out what triggered you to have that moment. Oh, somebody made me mad. Oh, I was feeling sad about something. Oh, I was just celebrating. Then you say, okay, I know what triggered it. So if that, ever, that moment ever comes again, then guess what? It's on you at that point because now you got to take accountability. So you say, oh, I know. You know, I, I was had a hard day at work, and yeah. that's why I came home and, and drunk all this beer and ate this. You know what I'm saying? And now you can say, hey, now, uh-oh, I'm having one of them days again. I have a choice to make. I can keep falling in this, this, this big old circle rut, or I can make a choice to take accountability and say, 
I'm not going to do that because that's not getting me where I where I'm trying to get with my goals. So I need to find something to replace this action with something that's going to get me um, to whatever goals that I'm trying to reach. And that's as simple as that. Like, dude, have the moment. I, I, I like I like the sense of like failing at something. I mean, not necessarily failing, but having a moment. Because guess what? That's what builds mental fortitude. That's all it is. Oh, wow. Okay, that's what made me do it. Okay. Ooh, okay, I got to eliminate that because that keeps putting my damn lips in that bottle. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I'm, that's it. And that's simple as that. That's, that's facts. Like, I, like I, I like to implement my own strategies. The same thing with the triggers because I believe that. Like, it's in relationships. Yeah. It's in business. It's in nutrition. Oh, oh yeah. You, you see it everywhere. Oh, yeah. Like sometimes you just yeah. have to recognize it and find out, um, find a distraction. Have, at least have a list of how you can prevent it. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, exactly. Um, exactly. And I, I, I say for me, you know, I at some point, you know, where where, where I say I got sick and tired of getting sick and tired, I realized the thing that kept me from from being my my greatest at that moment, you know, because greatness is like a a ride. You hit you hit a certain greatness, and greatness has no pinnacle, has no ceiling either. So don't think just because you at great at something, you get to the ceiling of it. Guess what? Come become great at something else now. But, but at the time where I was trying to figure out why my health and everything, you know, I would still get sick even though I would work out. You know that, and I figured the things that would that was holding me back was like I said for me honestly, it was toxic relationships. It was working a job that I wasn't happy doing and those things either triggered me to come home and eat donuts and eat cake and eat fried foods eat all that stuff and then like i said just trying to feel an emotion and then later on i'm like god damn i feel terrible i feel terrible it's like i'm sitting here 230 pounds belly just i just like damn i feel terrible so now i got two whammies the problems that are still triggering those things are still there and i'm still eating myself into a rut so when that's the point why I say I got sick and tired of being sick and tired. So what do you do? And I mean, so, some someone someone told me it's like, uh, there there when it comes to those situations, people and jobs, there are only really two choices you can make. You can change yourself to adapt to the person or the environment, or you get you can get rid of the person and change the environment. Those are your only two choices. But don't don't sit here every day and complain and sit here and keeping yourself in a rut, destroying yourself. So, like I said, for me, I was like, eh, eh, I don't know. I'm gonna tell you myself. I eliminated the the toxic people, and I I made a course to change the environment as far as like what I'm doing for a living, and that's what I did. So, but I took those out of it, and then it helped me to make better choices going forward. Yeah, that's that's incredible. It is about your environment. I tell people about the people you're around, your environment, like all that will will form, like form mm -hmm. you. you, form your thoughts, your beliefs, yeah. your yeah, actions. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, yeah that's gems, a gems. Absolutely, appreciate that. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Also, yeah, yeah, I want to ask you something else. Um, where can people find you? I'm gonna have it in the links below. Ah, all right, so uh, you can catch me on my my IG at uh, Truth Fit Mind Coach, and that's Truth Fit Mind Coach. Um, you can also catch me um, 
on my uh, uh, Twitter, which is the, the same. It's actually um, uh, True Fit, the same thing, True Fit Mind Coach, as far as TikTok as well. It's all True Fit Mind Coach. And um, you feel free to email me. You have questions, you can email me at True Fit Mind, True Fit Mind Coach at um, gmail.com. And also I have my website, which I'm going to be putting back up um, soon. I just had to get it uh, remodeled, but it's the same, truefitmindcoach.com. But like I said, reach out if you have any questions. Um, here, to, you know, and guide you in some type of direction. Island, so we have to remember that. And sometimes we like to think of ourselves as island. Even to this day, you know, I always I reach out to people who you know I respect as well when I need answers, need help, because that is the only way that you can kind of evolve, and that's through other people. So, like I said, you can feel free to reach out to me if you have any questions about fitness, nutrition, even injuries um, that you may be having. You know, like I said, I've had done it. I tore my ACL. You know, but like I said, um, you know, but I'm a big proponent of injury prevention and um, recovery. So, like I said, hit me up. All right, I got a couple more questions for you. Um, what do you see yourself in five years? See, I think it froze for a second. Hey, you there? Oh yeah, yeah, you back, you back. Okay. Yeah, I got one okay, more okay. question before my my eye on active health round. Right. What do you see yourself in five years? Ooh. What's your goals? Five years. Um I say my goals um right now, um seeing seeing this fitness thing um through um like I said, building out um, my more online presence. You know, I'm, I'm trying to get less of on the scene and more behind the scene. And what I mean by that is I found out for me, I am, like I said, I figured out, you know, I'm definitely like like leadership roles, but I found out about myself. I'm the kind of leader that likes to build leaders because I don't necessarily enjoy the spotlight of like, oh, glamorizing, but I'm the type of leader likes to build leaders. So I do like, um coaching others and stuff as far as like even like you know helping with their business and in, in whatever way that i can um but i i see myself in five years like i said continuing to coach and help others inspire others to build themselves either personally or professionally what it may be you know with the like i said the knowledge and experience that i have you know um but i, I enjoy looking at other people um other people's success even sometimes before my own, I, I just didn't love, I love seeing that people being successful um, on their own, whether professionally or personally. So like I said, for, for me, that's where I kind of see myself um, in five years, just continue to build on that and the brand to continue to help others and inspire others in this uh, fitness. Well, you know, just, just life game in general, like I like to say, cause it all, it all revolves around life and moving forward and growth in general. So. Yeah, that's incredible. I already know you're gonna make it happen. I know you're a leader. Shoot, I love all the advice you give me. Shoot, you got me changing my mindset. Shoot, that's that's hard. I used to be stubborn, but I'm I'm open to anything now. I got a mentor. I look to you. I look to other people. I read books to mentor me. So, look, so it's look, all look, about learning in look. this life. 
You gotta be a student of the game. Hey, look. Hey, look, look, I already told you, hey, hey man, you ready to get on that stage? Come on, man, let's go. Oh, yeah, I, I will. I, I know I will. Shoot. I'm just working on my discipline. But it will happen for sure. Good stuff. Like once I'm determined, I got my eyes on it. I know I'm gonna make it happen. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, yeah, yeah what do you yeah, come yeah. up with the name Truth Fit Mind Coach? Well, yeah. Why right, did you so, come up with that name? All right, so, all right, so um, I well, actually, if people um, people know anything about my my name, um, Sadiq, it actually means the truth. So the concept of um. My name means, um, and the the fit. Hey, you still there? Yeah, hey, I can hear you, you there? now. Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, it went out. But like, but, but like I was saying, like I was saying, um, actually, my name's Sadiq. The the definition or the meaning of my name means the truth. Um, and of course, uh, fit. I'm into fitness and um, mind. Of course, of of the fitness, as you can see, because I say it does. If if you're not mentally capable. You know, if you're not mentally ready for something, then you're not going to succeed at what it is that you put your time to. And I say, of course, a coach, we all are coaches in some fashion. It doesn't matter what you do. We all we all coach somebody at some point. You know, my simple motto is, you know, the truth about revolves around the mind and how it's coached. So that's why I come up with truth fit mind coach. Yeah, that's amazing. I like the meaning about it. Like it makes it more impactful. But yeah, let's get into the out and active health round. I'm gonna ask you five questions. What is your purpose in this world? I know you told me your goals, but like when I say My purpose, purpose I mean like what do you think you'll put on this earth to do? You know, I I, I was I was put on this work earth to inspire and aspire others, and that is a a rotating thing that that's basically I'm, I'm coming as i get older i'm saying you know that is actually my purpose to inspire inspire others that is simple that is it and it works just like that because what what someone inspires me inspired it works just like that to help me keep doing that i think honestly at this point you know i think that's my purpose i, I really think that's my purpose whether i become a gajillionaire or not i really think that's my purpose and the reason i say that's my purpose is because when I see others succeed, it makes me happy. Like it, it makes me happy. It, it it makes me happy when I see people reach go. It makes me happy. So I know that's I know that's one of the reasons why I'm here. All right. My second question: What relationships have you had to cut off to grow? Mm. All right. So <laughs> most people say, okay. So. I would say personal relationships, I had to kind of um, let go, you know, like personal relationships. Um, because it's hard to kind of find someone that is Let me see. Can I hear him? No. Into the light. Uh, hold um, on. All right, I can hear you now. You hear me now? Okay, okay. I, I was saying as far as relationships that uh, that I had to learn. It's more like my personal relationships. 
um, I had to kind of, I had to kind of get away and be more in tune with myself because it's kind of hard to find people, you know, just find someone just, you got to have a similar mindset around, like you say, around the people that you spend your time and energy with, you know what I mean? And I know some, you know, for me, I can be very, like, very goal-oriented where I'm kind of like focusing. And if you don't, if you're not around someone that really has that kind of mindset too, you know, you, it, 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 it's going to be hard to work. So personal relationships, I kind of had to put on the shelf for, for my personal goals. Cause I, cause I, I just have a saying, yo, if, if I'm, if I'm not a happy, anything that is in my circle will not be happy. Oh, we'll keep going in and out. Hey. All right. Did it did it go out again? Yeah, it did. Okay. We good. But uh but yeah, I I, I was I was just saying in general, um, like I said, relationships, I I just learned that, you know, sometimes I you know, I had to learn to I had to selfishly put myself first and sometimes it can be kind of selfish, but I say if I'm not achieving my goals and I'm not at peace at harm at the end of the day. It doesn't matter who I force within my circle. I it's they're gonna they're 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 not gonna be happy around me. So I say, hey, if I'm taking care of myself and I'm goal orientated, then whoever I choose to have in my circle, then they're gonna also benefit from the the fruits of my happiness. So I, I think personal relationships I really had to sacrifice um, for a minute, um, just because I'm so like focusing. Like I, I'm not one of those people who can like divide the pie. Some people out there can do that. I'm just not one of those people that you can take me and split me in many different places. Because mediocre pie. But I'm one of those people, if, if it's one thing, yeah. Yeah, that, that makes sense. You can't, you can't put your energy everywhere. Like, you just can't. Like sometimes you gotta yeah. um let some some uh, relationship run its run its pace and so you can uh, do what you have to do, especially if that's your goal to be happy, because if you if you're not doing what you want, you're not gonna be happy in that relationship. So yeah, I understand. So my third question, what are some some of your favorite workouts to do to stimulate your mind and body? Like your favorite. Woo. Look, I'll tell you right, I'll tell you right now, um I enjoy I enjoy any pulling movements and shoulder and push pressing movements, which is basically back and shoulder. But, but if anybody ever seen my videos, everything, I don't enjoy legs. I respect legs the most because legs are the hardest to work, but two, they give the most back when they release the most hormones in your body to make other parts of your body grow. And people got to understand that you have to work legs once or twice a week you have to so to ask you a question i like my favorite is back and shoulders but i would probably say legs i respect legs the most because i know what they do for the totality of your entire body so eh, i'm gonna have to say legs hey legs it is yeah. my, fourth, my fourth question what are some of your uh, favorite healthy foods to eat to stimulate your body nourish your body my healthy foods or 
Yeah, like so, like let's say you're gonna eat, but you want to have a good workout. Like, what are some things oh, okay. you would like to eat that you know you're gonna like give you that good energy, so you don't right, get right, so, tired or so, lose energy. All right, so I'm a fan of of like of like waffles. Like, I'm a fan of waffles. I'm, I love my waffles, but you know, I also cook. I make it from scratch. So when I'm gonna have a leg day, I reward myself. When I know leg day is coming, I say, okay, I'm gonna make you some protein waffles from scratch. You know, I basically, I make it from scratch, you know, from oats, boom, turn the oats into flowers, you know, put fiber in it, boom, my protein. You know, I have to put some little fats in there, some coconut oil, because you need some fats, boom, boom. So I basically make it from scratch. I make my uh, protein waffles, and then I have my, my little raggedy egg, seven egg whites on the side, you know. But I would say, it's probably my protein waffles that I make that I look forward to that I know that I'm finna work for this. I'm gonna eat these waffles and I'm about to go in this gym and work for this. <laughs> I feel you, I feel you. Yeah, waffles. Sure, it's good to have something to look forward to, especially in this game. <laughs> All right, my last question. How are you improving your financial health every day? I know nowadays it's important for people to pay attention to it. Yeah. Yeah. Um uh, the financial health, I say, the, the, the thing about financial health, um, when it pertains to fitness, I would say fitness is kind of like, the financial part of fitness is kind of like this. It's kind of seasonal, to be honest with you, because you have New Year's people, then you have you have flooded people trying to get to you when they want summer bodies. But I say the slowest time is during when those holidays, when those uh, Thanksgiving and Christmas, oh, you, you, you know, you, you might as well kind of like, okay, I'm gonna expect a little drop off. But I say financially, when it comes to this, I always say, I would say for anybody, you should you should always be saving at some point because in fitness, unless you're just have all these um, baskets going on for you, all these outlets of finances coming in, I would say learning how to, learning how to save and invest back into yourself is the key to, um, to being successful. Like not just, oh, get it, I spend it. No, buddy, you, you need to save and invest in yourself. Like I said, unless you have many eggs in one basket, which that's another thing I tell people, um, don't put all your eggs in one basket. So the one thing that I would say the COVID taught me is if you have all your eggs in one basket, you are a fool. I would say that you are a fool because if you drop that basket and all them eggs crack, you have nothing. And in COVID, you know, I thought I was doing well. Oh, taught all the clients. Da, 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 da. COVID shut that door, and I didn't. I, I didn't work on my online stuff like I was supposed to be, and all these other baskets. Eh, I'll be okay when that COVID hit, and all them clients did like this, and I'm like, wait a minute, yeah, somebody gonna put some A's in my basket? Ah, <laughs> somebody put something in this basket. But you know, for me, I but like I said, it goes back to that lesson learner. You know, say hey. Okay, that's a lesson learning for me, you know, for me to take personally, you know, financially, be like, hey, Sadiq, you should have been doing what you needed to do and not and not and, and never assume that you're okay. You're giving today, but you're not giving tomorrow. But so you know, you live for facts. Yeah, yeah. You you live for today and you 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 have hopes and prepare if you're giving a tomorrow, but that's not promised to you. So so for me, I would say that um financially just now learning to put my eggs in many different baskets right now oh invest in this oh create this create this because if you have eight baskets one drop you have seven more so if that one drop boom okay i need to work on two more baskets to replace that never be never be content 
with what you have going on and think that you're okay. Never be content. Oh, that was an amazing answer. So I appreciate you coming on and like yo, blessing me with your presence, as well as all the viewers. So I know they got yeah, some yeah. gems. I learned some things. So I'm be tapping in with you again. But yeah, thank I appreciate you. it. I appreciate you, brother. Hi, <laughs> right, bro. You enjoy the rest of your day. I really appreciate right, you too, that. Brother. Yo, good you good looking. Too, man. Peace.